Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Jeff. If you're a Christian entrepreneur like me, you know how important it is to build our businesses on the foundation of God's word. That's why I wrote my new devotional, Navigating Entrepreneurship Through the Lens of Scripture, a 30-day journey for Christian entrepreneurs. And I wanted to let you know that it's now available on Amazon. And you can also check it out at navigatingbiblicalentrepreneurship.com forward slash devotional. Welcome to Business God's Way podcast. My name is Jeff Elder, and I'm an online business coach, Christian leader, and funnels expert. This show is where we help established Christian online coaches create more income, freedom, and impact while keeping God at the center of everything we do as entrepreneurs and leaders. Let's dive into today's episode. Hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Business God's Way podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Elder. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. Hope everybody is safe and doing well and that God is blessing your business as you continue to do business God's way. Today, I have a special guest with me today, Sasha. And I met Sasha through a mastermind group that we're both a part of mm-hmm. and just come to know a little bit more about what she does and, and how she helps her clients and we're going to talk about systems which when it comes to systems and processes i'm a little bit of a nerd when it comes to that area i just just how my mind works and like to to put things into systems and that's what sasha does for her clients and so i'm excited to to have this uh discussion today with her so without further ado, I'm going to let Sasha introduce herself, let us know kind of what you do, yeah. and uh, then we'll we'll dive into the episode. Awesome. So my name is Sasha, and I am a business manager and a consultant, uh, depending on who I work with, depends on what role I kind of sit in with them. Um, a little bit about me is I am from Ohio, originally from New York State. I have um, two kids, married, um, and the fur baby obviously the dog um he is definitely a child (laughs) without question um i have been in business since 2018 and my primary goal is to really help client my clients whether it's service provider coaches you know in that realm uh simplify their systems because over time people are now getting more acclimated with them but that wasn't always the case so i really want to help them simplify their system so that way they can actually increase their revenue so they can grow the way they're trying to that's that's the main goal that's awesome so how did you how did you stumble upon wanting to do this like just your own struggles in business or what was it that just drew you to to this well not so much as my struggles myself but I actually started out as a virtual assistant. So quick little backstory, we moved into our new house and you know, when you have a new house, you start freaking out over all the different um, expenses and you know, you get all the money you just drop at the beginning. So it, you feel, even if you have money still, you still feel like, oh my goodness, I gotta, I gotta make some money. And at that time I was yeah. just working with the kid, you know, I was just home with the kids, taking care of them, doing school and things like that. Um, so I actually contacted my real estate agent and I said, Hey, do you know anybody that needs, that needs a little bit of help? I'm really good with office things. 
Um, you know, I just want to make a little bit of money, nothing dramatic, just something to put towards like groceries, you know, things like that. Yeah. So she was like, well, actually, yeah, I do. I actually need help. So I was like, great. So she said, well, um, how can you help me? And I said, well, any office work. So I looked up like office work, but virtually. And that's when I learned about virtual assistant for the first time. Never heard the term didn't know what it was and I'm like oh my goodness this is a thing like you can work from home doing clerical stuff you know and then so I started working with her started getting clients fell in love with it you know I've always been interested in business but I never really had the time to really put into it fell in love with it but I started noticing that a lot of my clients my VA clients were so disorganized and every time I would ask them hey what do you need me to do for you they were like well I know I need help I just don't know with what and so I started just just naturally getting into the weeds of things and saying okay well how is it that you do this this and this and again I've always I actually took business accounting so I understood business so I I, ha- I was like, well, how do you get your customers? How do you do this? So I started just breaking it down and I found that I really liked the system part of it. And I said, okay, so is this a thing? Like, so I looked up again, good old Google. I was like, I was like systems creating. I just started like putting <laughs> keywords in there. And then I found um, an OBM, online business manager. And I, so I researched that and I'm like, that's exactly what I wanted. Like, like that's what I want to do. And so I looked, I looked up training and found a bunch of training. I just taught myself everything I could, you know, to make it from just the thought about it, but actually a structured business for it. And then the rest is history. And I've just never left systems because I learned that it doesn't matter how many people you hire without them, your business is going to not do so well. So I like sitting in that position. It's a good position to be in. Yeah, that's so cool. Uh, you bring up a great point too. Mm-hmm. Like, I I love how you you took that risk of doing something mm-hmm. with business, and you you had enough understanding or insight, or you recognized a, a bigger problem that yeah. that people have, business owners have, and that's organizing their business, right. and you saw that. And I love how you just jumped in and said, okay, like, I know I can help them with this too. I don't yet quite know how to do that, mm-hmm. but you took it upon yourself to learn and, and to grow. And yeah. I just love that because I, I think I know my own personal story in this too, is sometimes we're afraid to pivot once we actually start heading down a road mm-hmm. of doing what we're doing, even though we may feel like, oh, I know that there's, more that we can do i know that there's something different that we can do a different pain point comes to the surface over and over and over again but giving us permission to pivot and to change and to pursue that that's that's awesome i mean i'm that's great so let's talk about these systems and processes and 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 some of the headaches that business owners Mm -hmm. have around getting their systems and processes set in place and organized just so they can bring I, I don't I was talking to a friend today about chaos. Yeah. And he's somebody who thrives in chaos. Mm. I'm not that way. I'm like, no, I I need structure. I need some kind of organization. But it seems to be 
the last thing that we do as business owners is to get those systems and processes in place. Why do you think that is? Um, I, because people, <clears throat> when people get into business, I think they are thinking about immediately sales, make money, make money, make money. And that's kind of a lot of people, if you look through the internet, if you look everywhere, it's all about making sales, make, make sales. And even when I help people, you know, I want to increase your revenue, but increasing the revenue for people, it has to be an like an outcome. It can't be the first and foremost thing that you, you focus on. Um, now, obviously people are like, well, I want to make money to make money. It's a business, right? But something that I've come across a lot, I would say 95% of the time, honestly, is that when people really get into that, that flow and they're like, oh, my business is doing amazing. I'm making that money. Cause remember in their mind, it's always got to make the money, got to make the money, you know, got to hustle, got to make the money. Um, they get to this point where they're, they're, I don't want to say either because they're, they're getting all of this. They get burnt out. Um, they get to a point where they're like, oh my goodness, if I get another client, how am I going to take care of them? Um, if my marketing actually works, what's going to happen? Can I actually support this, this, the efforts that I'm making? And 95% of the time, the answer to that is no. So they, I don't get people a lot of the times until they've already hit that burnout. They've already hit that frustration mark. They're like, oh my goodness, I want to give up on my business. Sadly, I don't get people until then because they feel like they got to make the money. They got to make the money. They got to make, which I, they do, but I feel like they need to, people need to realize that an entrepreneur is, they got to go hand in hand. They, it has to be a plan together versus a this than that. Um, and if you're able to do a this, then that, get your systems together first, um, you know, whichever ones you can, and then go to making the money. So in my opinion, that's why people, a lot of people do it secondary is because they're just filled with got to make money. And it's an internal thing too. We all think it, you know, I got to make that revenue, got to make that revenue. But, um, they forget that once you make that revenue, now you have to fulfill what people purchased. And, yeah. and they don't think past that sale. So I would say that's the, that's the main reason that people think about systems as like an afterthought, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Wow. You bring up a lot of great points because isn't it true? So it's interesting that they're thinking about their revenue. We mm. got to make money. We got to make money. But, and I think you would agree with me on this, not having systems and processes can actually cost you money would you agree with that a hundred percent that's that's but again people don't think about it yeah they're not thinking um and, and i will say this a lot of business owners and me myself we are dreamers we're the big picture thinkers you know we know what we're trying to accomplish in the long run but it's very hard for most business owners or entrepreneurs to to say okay this is what i'm trying to accomplish um but what's what are those little things that i have to do and that that gets ignored and um that's why i like to sit in that i'm like oh i'll, I'll help you <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 no that's good so what do you think what do you think can be done to to persuade business owners to to jump in early and not 
and I, I know this might be a, a big, you know, right. a big question to tackle, but you and I both, I think we have the same heart in that we want to serve our clients. Yeah. We don't want them to go through the, the frustration. And sometimes it's like, would you just listen to what I'm saying? Like, yeah. trust me, because I, I've been there, I've been down this road, and I know what can happen if we don't get these things in place. So what do you think needs to change? What 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 can we do to to help them see earlier on that the need for for getting their systems and processes in place? I really think it's not so much as what we need to show them that they're going to get out of it, but what they're going to miss out on. I think that's the Mm -hmm. only way to really capture is really connect with people. And it sucks to say that, but that's just, that's really how it is. We have to show um, entrepreneurs what happens if they don't set their systems up. If they, if they treat it like it's, you know, an afterthought uh, versus this is why you have to do it more. So this is what will happen if you don't do it. I feel like that's the direction that we need to start going into is, is really hitting those pain points of if you do your marketing, like you, like you're saying you're going to do, if you're out there and you're on social media, social media, and you're doing all this stuff like you're supposed to, can you imagine if you need I'll give a quick example. If you need a hundred people to make your revenue go and everything lines up, God is like, here you go. You got everything you asked for. Every little thing you're saying, you got it. What's going to happen if you have all those hundred people that you need? What if you, are you going to be able to, to help them? Or are you going to ruin your, your, your name? Are you going to crash and burn? Like what's going to happen if you don't take care of the systems first? Now, if that happens and you get everything you're working towards, like if it just real quick, it's like, oh my goodness, everything lined up perfectly and you got your systems in place, you're going to actually be able to enjoy that excitement, enjoy that ride of that entrepreneur life, the business owner. You're going to actually be able to to focus on the people like your service provider, like myself and you. Um, we actually can serve our, our clients properly instead of being in the background like, oh my goodness, what happens next? What happens next? They come to us for us to tell them what happens next, not for us to be sitting back wondering what happens next. That's that's the whole purpose of it. So I think it's more so focusing on what what, what will happen if they don't get them set up versus, you know, you get this set up and this is what you're going to accomplish. And that's how yeah. I feel. I think that's the best way to go about it. Yeah, that's great. So on that vein then, what, what are some of the... the benefits besides revenue because that's that's a given right we all want more more revenue but as kingdompreneurs hopefully it's more than just that and i believe that when we get our systems and processes in place it opens the door for other opportunities too so what have you seen some of those doors be for your clients like what what's the moment when they say Like I can breathe. And once they can breathe, what are some things that they're able to do now that really brings that freedom into their life? Yeah, so I've seen um, people transition into speaking engagements where they felt that their systems are structured in a way where if they go on stage and they tell everybody about their business, they're not scared 
that everybody's going to be like, well, let's work together. They weren't scared about that because they knew that everything was set up in the background and they had a small team. So they knew that their, their tiny team, I think they, their team had three people on it when I first started. And wow. as a, when somebody goes on, on stage, you need a lot of people for stuff like that. So the fact that they felt confident that they had the, their systems, they had those three people now they can go do speaking engagements and not worry about it because they're able to actually say, yeah, just go to this link or, hey, um, you know, we've already sent it to you through your email or we've already, you know, my team will take care of it. No problem. Those are the things you can say without having to think twice about it. I have yeah. another client who, because we set up all the systems, they're able to do webinars once a month like it's nothing, which if anybody has done a webinar, you know, they can be stressful to get, and, and which is crazy because now that I, with the systemized, it's like, well, they're really not stressful, but they can be if you don't have a system in place. Now, this guy, this guy is doing webinars like it's nothing. He's like, all right, a webinar a month, no problem. Everybody knows what they have to do. All we need from the CEO is the topic he wants to talk about. Um, you know, make sure that the copy for the description matches his sound, his voice, and, and it fits him. And the, the team takes care of the rest of it. And with, the, with our, our project management tool, he gives us those little bit of things and then he shows up for the webinar and does what he has to do. Like that's a big deal because now all he's doing is focusing on sales, servicing his clients. He's not having to worry about getting the webinar. Is the webinar going to be ready? None of that is, is part of his stress um, at all. Yeah because of his systems being in place. So those are just two examples of like, and you know, those two things, they in, they do increase your revenue. Mm -hmm. And then on a personal level, I mean, the fact that I have one client who's on vacation right now, and we actually, uh, we actually got a notification from his social media exactly one year ago, the day he left for vacation, he was leaving for vacation at the exact oh. same time. And he's like, oh, that's so crazy. Like, I just happened to go on vacation at the exact same time. And then we looked at his post for his, where he's like thanking the team that he's able to go on vacation. And the post from before says almost the exact same thing. Thank you so much to my team for, for having it put together. It was very creepy. I was like, this is like, did you plan this? And he's, he's like, no, it just happened like that. It was so cool, but it, that, that's it. He's on vacation now. Um, yeah. He's not having to worry about what's happening. He knows his business is taken care of when he's gone, you know? So yeah, you got those, those pluses in your business, but it trickles down to your personal life. It, you know, allows him to, you know, be part of his, 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 uh, his fellowship and be part of his, his yeah. community and not have to think about the revenue, the time being spent, things not getting done. It's just so much bigger than revenue. It's just so much bigger than that. And I really wish people would understand that. I know people don't like systems. I get it. They're like, oh, that's just that's just stressful. It is. But that's why we're here to take that away from you. Yeah. Like let us help you. Yeah. Like let us help you make it happen. Yeah. 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 One of the um one of the most impactful pieces of feedback that I got from a client, because I always preach this. I'm like, you as the business yeah. owner, you need you your time needs to be spent on revenue generating activities. Yeah. Not in the the systems and, and the processes the weeds and things. all that. And 
Yeah, and it was it was nice when a client actually said that back to me. She she said, you know what? Every time I want to go do something, I I hear your voice in my head like, is this revenue producing or not? And I think that's a big piece of this too. Like once you get these systems and processes in place, like you said, it allows you to step into your next thing, whether it's public speaking mm-hmm. or whether it's going away on vacation. Whatever God has called you to do, that's bigger than your business. But if you handcuff to your business because you're doing all the things, that's not a good mm-hmm. a good place to be. And so I, I love. I, this is why I love systems and processes too. Though I'm not I'm not the expert like you are. I know enough to be dangerous and to get people to a good place. But yeah. So let's let's talk about. So somebody's out there listening and they may yeah. be saying, okay, uh, okay, I'm not stressed out yet, but I'm hearing what you guys are saying. I should be doing this before I get to that moment of being stressed out, but they just don't yeah. know where to start. What would you recommend for somebody who wants to say, he says, or he or she says, okay, I'm ready to do this. What are some first steps you would have them do? I would definitely, since everybody likes focusing on sales, focus on the system that's associated with those sales. That is a big deal because if you are out there making those sales and then you can't fulfill, you know, your promises to the person, that can really mess up your whole business. So if you have, if you start anywhere, start with what's making you money. So what happens when that that new client comes in? You know, do you have an onboarding process? If you don't get that situated, it doesn't have to be dramatic. You can have a gigantic one, but something as simple as this is what's going to happen next. Here's what I expect from you. And this is what you should expect from me. It can be an email. I've seen people use Google Docs. It doesn't have to be dramatic. You just have to start somewhere. And then what happens after that? Do you start, um, do you have a call with them, which you should, you should definitely have a call with them after they become a client to really talk about the goals and what you're going to accomplish. Review that same thing you already sent to them. Again, it doesn't have to be dramatic. Review the same thing you already sent to them and then start actually providing the service. That system behind that is going to be extremely important because you can market as much as you want, but the voice of somebody who has worked with you is so much more impactful than the voice of potentials. You need to you need to really give that extra love, that high value to your clients that trusted you. Now you have to actually nurture them, give them the service that they want that they that they're paying for, they're investing in. So the system behind that is going to be the most important because again, your referrals from them that's going to make or break your business without question. So if you're thinking, well, I got to make money, then that's the system you start with. Start with the system behind what happens when they become a client. How do you onboard them? You know, what, how do they know what to expect next? The worst thing, the biggest complaint I get from people that come to me after going to somebody else is I paid and then I had silence. They, that makes people feel so uncomfortable. They, even if they believe you're going to help them, they immediately start feeling like they made a mistake immediately. 
That is one of the biggest complaints I paid. And then I heard radio silence. I didn't know what was going to happen next. I didn't know, you know, what went, what day we were going to start. I didn't know. And I'm like, oh my goodness, this is crazy. Like, how do they not know this? And then I have to think yeah. about it. You know, people don't know what they don't know. So my advice would be start there. The place, if you're thinking, like, I got to make money, Sash. I can't spend time and energy on sale on, on the, you know, my email system. Well, you need to spend money then where you're making money or spend time where you're making money. Put time in there. Build that system up. It, again, doesn't have to be extravagant. Just start somewhere. And then you'll see. I've had clients actually work with me after I sent up a proposal. They said, you know why I, I, what tipped me over? Your proposal. And I'm like, I don't understand that. What do you mean by that? And they said, because your proposal was so clean, you explained everything so well. Mm. I felt like, oh my goodness, I need her to do this for me so I can do it for my clients. It, yeah. And I'm like, what, really? And they're like, yeah, whatever you have set up, I need you to set it up for me. And that's what sold them. And I'm like, all that time I spoke to you <laughs> and that's what sold you. <laughs> I should have just sent yep. a proposal from the beginning. And it was right. just the structure of it, the clarity, the, they didn't feel like they were going in blind. They didn't feel, even if they were nervous about the investment, they didn't feel like they didn't know what was going to happen. And that made them make that move. So in turn, you get more clients, more, um, they, they commit to you more. They, they stay with you because they, you're taking care of them and it's all behind the system just by bringing them on. They're already paying. You got to just keep it clean at the beginning. That would be my, if you do nothing, do that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's good. I mean, that, that first impression means everything and you could have a lousy store and still provide a great product and service, but that, that, that beginning stage will always stay in their mind. And so I think it will take more work to, to make up for not having a great experience. I mean, we all love experiences. That's why we, I'll walk to, you know, this may be kind of silly, but it's true for me. I love going to Starbucks because I'll walk in there and it's the experience, right? And Mm -hmm. yeah, it's $5 for coffee, but you know, sometimes I'll splurge on the $5 because I love the atmosphere. It just, you walk in and just know what to expect. And and I think we need to think more in those terms when it comes to our business. What What's the first impression that we're going to set for clients? And I think onboarding is a great way to, to set the tone, to set the stage, and to just wow your, your new client to pieces. Like, wow, this is the best ever experience. And then you follow that up with great, you know, service on top of that right. and you'll you'll get a Raven fan who will refer you out to people. So I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that you share that the first thing for people to do is to get their onboarding process and to focus around the sales and making sure that you can provide what you've sold the person. So that's really good. So yeah. any any other before we kind of close out, any other thoughts or anything you want to say when it comes to systems and processes? Yeah, I would tell everybody to really focus on, um, and this is going to be attached to tools. We get stuck into this, um, 
shiny object syndrome. That's, that's the thing. Everybody deals with it. It is what it is. My biggest hack for that, I feel, is before you start looking at the programs, think, actually work out what it is you would like the program that you're interested in to do. And then you find the program off of that. The reason why I say to do that way is because there's so many people, even myself, I vouch for a specific program for, pro, for uh, project management. If somebody tells me what they need and I, and I really feel like it's not going to be a good fit, um, which doesn't happen often, but it has happened, um, I'll tell them, you know what, this is what I vouch for, but I don't think that's actually a good fit for you because what you're looking for is so simple that that program is just going to be so big for you for no reason. So I would definitely, before you start, well, everybody says that this is a great program and let me, everybody's doing this in my field. So let me use this program since everybody's using it. Don't do that. Figure out what you need the program to do. Figure out what you're trying to accomplish and then decide off of that. Look at your list and compare your list with the features of the program. Don't look at the features of the program and say, oh, well, that's nice. I would love to do that one day. Well, you're not doing it now. So <laughs> don't, don't do that. Focus on what you actually are needing right now, what you're trying to accomplish, what's going to help you get to your goal, and then make decisions off of that versus vice versa. Um, and I say that because I, I'm able to cut people, the, the amount people pay in expenses with when I use ClickUp because they have 10 different programs that are doing like each doing one little thing. And then I say, well, you know, ClickUp can do all of those things. And I say, yeah, but I don't want to have to pay that high price. And I'm like, okay, well, let's add up the prices that you're actually paying. And they yep. see it and they wind up paying more than what the program that I'm, I'm telling them to use um, is. And they're like, oh my goodness, I didn't even think about that. Because they see like the little nickel and diming, $7 here, $12 yeah. here, da, da, da. And they're like, oh, but I never realized it. And I said, because you just jumped into what somebody else told you that you needed. Like even me, let me, let me know what it is you're trying to accomplish. And then I'll show you how the program can make that happen. Don't ask me what the program can do. You show me what you need and then we'll work backwards from there. So that would be something to really pay attention to. Don't get distracted. There's that whole squirrel mentality. Oh, new program, new program, new program. Like don't yep. slow down. Slow down, listen to yourself, listen to the experts, get their feedback, but also trust what you're trying to accomplish. So that would be my, my yeah. one addition to it. Yeah, no, that's great. And I, I have ClickUp. You and I will have a conversation one day because I'm mm -hmm. one of those who I do believe it's the right tool for me, but yeah. it's another tool I have to learn. And it's like, oh, like, right. I don't want to go through that learning curve. But I will say, it's it's very cost effective for what it does so you can yes. jump in and, and use this for yeah it's it's not going to cost you an arm and, and a leg ClickUp is a great program and i know there's others mm -hmm. out there but i just say that to, to say that the cost that you would pay to get a ClickUp subscription is well worth the benefits that will come from having any kind of a, of a program. So, so I appreciate that, right. that feedback. There's lots of, and there's lots of free stuff. Like try something free first. Don't dive into <clears throat> it until you try the free version and see how it feels. And on the same, at the same time, 
give a program some time. So it's like, you know, take some time, use that free. If it's 14 days, use the heck out of that program for 14 days. Give it, you know, see what it can do. Um, and then if you're like, I want to take a little bit further, speak to them. The pro, the companies will actually give you extensions on your your trials if you tell them, hey, I'm not 100% sure. Um, I think, you know, if I like it or not, they will give you extensions. Ask. <laughs> I promise you. I've, I've done it. I've seen it. They they are out there yeah. to do it for you. So, yeah. yeah. No, that's great. Well, one final question that I like to ask mm-hmm. my guest is what does doing business God's way mean to you? My my definition of that or my explanation of that will be moving with integrity for sure. Um, really making sure that when you are doing business God's way, you are truly looking out for the person that you're serving. Um, yes, we all need to make money, but if that person, if you can't help that person, don't sign them on. Don't, don't say you can help them be a hundred percent honest with them. Have that integrity. Um, also I feel like it means when you do things, everything you're doing has to be for, yes, you're serving your family and you're helping your family, but I feel like everything you're doing has to serve more than just that immediate grab. I love that my business impacts so many people and I don't mean just the client and impacting my, my rev, my own revenue, but this is how I see it. And without getting too deep into it, when a client works with me, they pay me. Right. And then I get to hire team members who in turn, I help them get revenue, which impacts their home, their, 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 um, you know, their impact on their community, their, their mission, whatever it is they're trying to accomplish. And in turn, they get to help people and it just trickles down and trickles down and trickles down. And and to me, that is the most amazing thing in the world to be able to be in a position to be blessed with a business that as long as I walk, you know, with grace, with, with truth, with integrity, professionalism, I can impact all those people. Like that to me is the most amazing thing ever. And I always think about that when I'm taking on a client, am I going to help them or can I actually hurt them by doing this? And so to me, that's what it means to, to run your business and to walk with God and and to really like just live and move differently, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Cause when you stop and really think about the impact we can have just by helping mm-hmm. one client and the ripple effect of that, it's kind of mind boggling sometimes. Right. And so, but yeah. I think that's what God wants us to do. He wants us to have that kind of impact and it can happen one client at a time. And mm-hmm. who knows what's going to happen down the road because we were Christ like to somebody that came to us and said, we really need help and we believe you're the right Right. person to do that. And then when we step into their life and offer a transformation like that, it's it's amazing. So how how can people get a hold of you? What are some ways to to get in touch with you if anybody is interested in learning more about what you can do to help them? Okay, Uh, so um, the easiest way is to go to my website and um, I'll tell I'll say it in a second. There is a contact me actually contact me in different versions is all over the site. 
just click on one of those. I have a short questionnaire on there because I definitely want to make sure that I'm a good fit for you. And then you fill it out and then you get on my schedule. Um, like I said, there's lots of ways you can get a hold of me, but the most centralized place is just go to my website. And the website is uh, Figueroa, which is F I G U E R O A virtualservices.com. Very simple. Figaro Virtual Services. Longest thing is my name. <laughs> Longest part of it is my name. So Figaro Virtual Services.com. It's everywhere, like I said. Um, and then we can talk and see if I'm a good fit. I never want to work with somebody that just for the financial part of it. I ha it has to make sense for both of us. And I always respect that. Um, I don't want to be stressed and I don't want you to be stressed. So that questionnaire yeah. comes in handy for that. Cool. And I'll be sure to link that up in, in the show notes as well. And by the way, awesome. I do have to let you know, I've been following you on Instagram and I absolutely love what you're doing over there. And I always just, not just from the business side of things, but just your personality really shines through. And, and so I actually enjoy when a story pops up, okay. it's like, oh, what's she doing now? And so I just wanted to, to <laughs> say that I, I enjoy your, your Instagram. And I have a lot to I could learn from uh, from that yeah. too. And so, um, but anyway, just wanted to let thank you know. You. But Sasha, thank you so I much think... for taking. Uh, no, did I, catch I was you gonna. Off? I was gonna. Yeah, it's okay. I was gonna say that. Um, I really try hard to make sure my Instagram is. Um, you get to know me, but at the same time, you can actually get something off of it that you can make action on now. So that, that means a lot that you said that, that like, you know, I really enjoy it. And you knowing me personally, that my personality shines through, that is a big deal for me because I never want to seem unauthentic. So I appreciate you saying that. Yeah. But thank you so much for your time. I, I really enjoyed this conversation and I, you know, I get the privilege of, of meeting you weekly for another program that we're in and just a blessing to to be part of what's going on in your life and in your business and just excited to see what God's doing now and what he's going to do in the future. So, so keep up the great work, keep serving and loving those clients. Cause I, I think it's going to pay off. Thank I know you. it already has. So, but that's today's episode, my friends. And as always continue to do business God's way. And I'm praying for you guys. If you have any thing that you need me to pray about or, talk through you can email me you can reach out at, at my instagram as well which is where i like to hang out but thank you so much for tuning in until next time god bless and have a great great rest of the week